Hi, my name is Joe Martin. I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church in Toledo, Washington. I want to share this message with you, cabin talk for our weekend message for Father's Day weekend. And if you're not able to come to our in-person services, thank you for watching this. And please share it with others. I want to talk to you about becoming a father or mother of the faith. And I talked about this on Mother's Day of becoming a mother or a father of the faith. You know, the Bible says the goal of our life is to grow in love and to love well and reflect God. That's what Paul, Paul said in 1 Timothy 1.5. The goal of our instruction is love. But that means you're going to have to grow up. You're going to have to grow into an emotionally mature person. And that is not always easy to do. It's easy for people to get stuck. And you might feel like you got, have gotten stuck in some ways, in some aspects of your life. A lot of people get confused and they aren't really sure what maturity looks like. Um, you know, this refusal to grow up, this resistance to growing up, or this lack of attention to growing up, um, sometime maybe an unfortunate term as they call it the Peter Pan syndrome, when adults refuse to grow up. This started back in the um, early 80s with a certain certain um, set of uh, teachers and therapists. Um, you know, it, it, it's this idea where children never grow up. It kind of comes from the story of Peter Pan. They stubbornly resist taking uh, adult responsibilities and being responsible really for anybody else. They, It's sometimes called the failure to launch, right? It's, it's really not a clinical diagnosis, but um, it affects a lot of people, people that just can never really seem to get their life going. And uh, the, the harder thing is if you're a follower of Jesus, you never really move into that place where you not just take responsibility for your own interests, but also for the interests of others. You just kind of want to stay uh, a child and you never move into a happy and um, mature emotional adulthood. Um, you know, uh, some people have said that this can mean people will struggle with not being able to take care of themselves or unemployment, chronic unemployment, absenteeism, um, you know, kind of living in a fantasy land, uh, not doing their sh fair share in their home life, just wanting to play video games all the time while other people take care of them, letting other people just take care of them or never being able to really get out on their own, the failure to launch. Um, of course, this is a lot more complicated. It's a lot more to it. But um, it's especially in this particular frame uh, is more affects young men more than anything. You know, there are a lot of reasons why people may find it hard to grow up and not even know what to do or how to grow up. They lack good role models in their life. They may um, <laughs> come to realize that nothing about adult responsibility looks very fun. <laughs> wow. Um, is that an option? Uh, being alone is sometimes scary, like differentiating yourself and becoming your own person. And and uh, that, that can be really stressful and hard. Uh, maybe you've had some trauma in your life. You've been through some very hard, hard things or... Maybe you're just afraid to get older. You know, getting older isn't that attractive to you. So people just avoid it. And sometimes people um, 
don't want to grow up just because they are really afraid of dealing with the idea that their our time on this earth is not very long that uh, there's a fear of death you know the reality is is that parents since we're talking about father's day the parents you grow up with and i grow up with grew up with we have they have a profound influence on what kind of adult you become for good or bad a lot of really good things and there can be bad things there are many other influences in our life like mentors and pastors and and maybe teachers you know i think sometimes we put too much pressure and too much guilt on parents like it's everything is all their fault i think that that's unfair i think they're one of a number of influences there are many influences but parents in many ways model the way um that we think about becoming a stable healthy adult or sometimes they model um a kind of an adulthood that can be stunting and and really kind of crush our motivation you know what's the point um uh, and so you have to find other ways to grow and maybe other people that can help you fill in those weak spots now i do want to say this because there's a tendency of perfectionism and blaming everything on their parents um only perfect children have perfect parents but some of you've had a lot of help growing up from your parents or from grandparents especially that's true nowadays and others of you have had to really seek some help to really get whole maybe you've gone to therapy or maybe you've gotten some counseling or maybe you've had other people that really invested in your life but the more mature you are that will directly affect those that are under your influence how well you grow up how well you mature into an emotionally and spiritually developed adult um is going to have a profound impact on those that are around you both in your family and those that are in your church and those that are in your life and this is true like i said with your biological family as well as your family in the faith You know Jesus talked about the family of the faith because he understood that a lot of times we come from places where we really didn't have a lot of help. He talks about the family of the faith that the the community of faith the church is to become that new spiritual family that we're born into that we're adopted into. He tells in the very beginning in Luke 8:21 they said your your brother and your mother your brothers and sisters and your mother are here and he answered I say to them my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. There is a new reality when you become a Christian. 1 Corinthians 4:15 Paul said for if you have you have had countless tutors in Christ yet you would not have many fathers for in Christ Jesus I became your father through the gospel now I remember the the man that uh, was instrumental in me coming to Christ he was my father in the faith and he really helped me he really modeled for me Paul said in Galatians 4:19 my children with whom I am again in labor until Christ is formed in you this is the idea of you not just uh you have these spiritual children Paul talked about Titus and Timothy this way he said in Titus 1:4 he said to Titus my true child in a common faith grace and peace from God the father and Christ Jesus our savior he said about Timothy he said Paul an apostle of Christ Jesus according to the true commandment of God our savior and of Christ Jesus who is our hope to Timothy my true child in the faith grace and mercy and 
and peace from God our Father in Christ Jesus. And um, Paul even talks about, he uses as hard as it may be, he uses the analogy of a spiritual mother, but we prove to be gentle among you as a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own children. This is very important because being a father in mother, or mother in the faith will have the longest reach in the lives of those you love, whether it's in your family or other people. That influence. But this takes maturity. And I want to tell you that growing up is hard. And there's a lot of resistance. Growing up and moving into a place of maturity is hard, and it is certainly not automatic with just the passing of time. How many ways in my life I see, man, I'm so immature considering how long I've been on the planet. And all of us know of examples where people are 40-year-old bodies but act like five-year-olds. You know, Paul recognized this reality in, this, in terms of our faith as well. In Hebrews 5.12, he says, For by this time you ought to be teachers. You have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For he's really saying is, you ought to be grown up by now, but you need somebody to cut your meat and you can't, you only can handle milk for everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness for he is an infant. Isn't that terrible? But solid food is for the mature who because of practice have their senses as trained in discern good and evil. It is amazing the lack of discernment. When people look at others and they look at what's going on around them, they just lack discernment. They don't know how to evaluate according to the love of God and the love of Christ. We are to help each other in this way. We are to help each other as God's family to grow up. We aren't going to do this by ourselves. God puts us into biological families, but he also puts us into a faith family, the church. And that's why he says he gives you apostle. He, give, he gave some apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service until we all obtain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to the mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. And as a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men and the craftiness of deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is ahead, even Christ, from whom the whole body, speaking of the church, being fitted and held together, and every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of of the body for the building up of itself in numbers? No. In money? No. In bigger buildings? No. But if it building up itself in love. You know, I like what I said in the middle, in the midweek service about this, Ephesians 4.14 and the message by um, Eugene Peterson says, no prolonged infancies among us, please. We'll not tolerate babies in the woods. Small children who are easy mark for imposters. So it is so important that you grow and mature to be a spiritual and emotional adult, especially to you dads and moms right now. You can't lead where you don't go. You can't give what you don't have. Your family, nor God's family, needs infants trying to raise infants. 
We live in an era where there's one of the great struggles in our societies. We have children raising children. And so it's true that we grow through stages and nobody gets there easily or quickly. But let's talk about a few things. Number one, let's first talk about what maturity isn't. Because a lot of times what gets us stuck is we think we're already grown up when we aren't. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as the men of the flesh, as the infants in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were yet not able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not yet able. And then he says this, But are you still not fleshly? He's really saying, Are you not still immature? For since there is jealousy and strife among you, you are not fleshly and are walking as mere men. You're not loving well. You know, there's some things I would just say, some contrasts about what spiritual maturity isn't. Spiritual maturity isn't attendance without commitment. A lot of times people will think, well, I'm going to church and, you know, I guess I'm growing. But spiritual maturity, that doesn't, that's not how that happens. Just going to a church building won't um, uh, make you grow any more than parking your car will turn your compact car into an SUV. <laughs> okay, I just made it up. I was going. But so attendance without commitment. Now, maybe it's hard for you to go to in-person services right now. I understand that a lot of you are really being careful with your health right now for a whole bunch of reasonable and wise reasons. But you know what? There's still the ability to be committed and to pray and to give and to do all that. But attendance without any commitment, that's not, that's not, um, that's not maturity. Knowledge without practice. You know, he says, people, um, you know, don't be, don't, he says, you know, don't love in word only, but in deed and in truth. He's saying you have knowledge that you need to do certain things. He says, don't just be a hearer of the word, but a doer also. Knowledge without practice. Or in some parental circles, do as I say, but not as I do. I don't really take it seriously. Activity without a life of prayer. We are activists. And prayer requires requires you to stop and to pray and to listen and to be quiet. Truth without love. Sometimes we think, you know, a clear mark of immaturity is when people just use the truth as a battering ram or as a flog without love. It's a you're perverting the truth by turning it into brutality. He says, but speaking the truth in love, we grow up. And then gifts without fruit. A lot of people have gifting and they think because they're gifted, whether it's in some kind of proclamation or some kind of ministry gift, they think that that makes them mature. But, you know, gifting is gifting. Fruit is the evidence of maturity. doesn't matter whether it's a pumpkin or a plum. That's the fruit that that reveals the maturity. And then religion without relationships. A lot of people run from God by running um, into religion. They really, um, they really are, uh, they're not really walking in a relationship with God, depending on him, relying on him. And the result of this is that people will, you know it, you may do it. People can quote scripture and go to church services and even teach a class or do ministries, yet they are known by people around them as unsafe, judgmental, rigid, sarcastic, passive-aggressive. Now, all of us can fall into this, and I know I probably 
demonstrated a tremendous amount of misguided uh, and unaware immaturity. But emotional maturity and spiritual maturity really can't be separated. You can't say, well, he's really deep spiritually, but he's he's really horrible toward, you know, he's not good in relationships. No, that's that is an illusion. And we've created that kind of thinking to give people a pass on their immaturity. But what what is maturity? What maturity is, is in a word, fruitfulness really is. I mean, think about how simple this is. You know what a tree is by its fruit. You know whether that tree is mature by the amount of fruit. And you know whether that fruit, you know, you know, you know about, you know what it is. You know that it has reached a point where it can really produce. It's fruitful. Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And if we live by the Spirit, we also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. I wish some people on the TV and on the news cycle and in the politic, political world and even preachers really would really uh, demonstrate maturity. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. This is such basic discernment, but we have kind of lost it. Fruit, the problem is, it takes time. You can't rush it. You know that the, you have to have the, the blossoms come out and the bees have to pollinate it. And then it has to grow on the tree or on the vine it takes fruit takes time planting little trees like i did and just thinking oh i'm gonna have a big crop next year no fruit takes time and it takes more than time it takes cultivation it takes pruning it takes training so what does it take to become mature well i would tell you there is one shortcut it's called suffering most of us would just as soon not take it but when you go through periods of real suffering and hardship, it can drive you down. It can strip away the all of the um, dead wood and all of the um, things that suck off the energy from the fruit-bearing branches. But more than that, beyond suffering, it takes cultivation. It takes training. It takes being teachable. Um, it takes others to help you and you being willing to make the choice to let them help you. Sometimes it takes others to help you see the areas where you're really immature. Some people can't do it. They just, you know, uh, they just, they just cannot do it. They just can't handle it. And I'll be honest, it's not easy to have somebody tell you, I think you're being really immature. I think you're being really unlike the Lord. It's painful. You're not really up to the stature of Christ. It's hard to hear that. But you have to seek to grow. Seek help from God and others to grow to become a father or mother of the faith. That's what has to happen. You have to grow so that you can help others grow. You can take, you can, in doing this, you will both save thyself. You will help grow yourself in sanctification. You will save yourself and those that are around you. You know, we are in a time where we are a family of believers 
that needs each other more than ever. And we need you to grow up, to be able to love really well. That's what this world needs. That's what this church needs. That's what our that's what the that's what the gospel requires. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body is fitted, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part, the growth of the body and the building up of itself of love. That's what we need to do. And that's what, you know what, you know what this church really needs more than anything? It needs you to grow. And then that growth to begin to be expressed in this amazing love for one another and all that that brings. I hope that you'll rise to that, that you'll choose. You'll see this isn't that what I've been holding on to and kind of hiding behind isn't maturity. And this is what maturity really looks like. And this is what maturity is going to take. And I'm in. I hope that you'll do that. You know, and I hope that you'll respond to this message because if below your screen or uh, on the same site that you're looking or listening to this, you can see that there's some responses. And you may say, I want to respond to this. I see my immaturity and I want to grow into a mature part of God's family. I really hope you do. You might say, I need growing into a I need help growing into a father, a mother in the faith. Well, I want to tell you, help is on the way. We're going to make that our focus going forward. And then pray for me and give me information on training for spiritual maturity. We will, if you'll let us. I need you. You need me. We want, you know, the greatest gift you can give your family is for your you to be the, the most emotionally and spiritually mature father or mother, son or daughter. That's the most important thing you can do. I thank you for listening. Let me pray for you. Lord, I do pray for my friends that are listening to this or watching this, that you would help them to grow in their love for you, grow and abound in their love for you, for one another, and for all people. In Jesus' name, amen.